Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Brain Talks. You know, I actually wanted to do a different introduction today. I was going to be like, hey, hey, hey. But we're just going to keep it. We're going to stay. We're going to say with the hello. I guess maybe next week. Maybe next week we'll have a better intro. Okay. Um, yeah. We have a guest here today. We have Cadence. Cadence, say hello. Hi, guys. Cadence here. Thank you for choosing yourself yeah no problem yes so today's um today's topic is going to be um kind of this process of emotional attachment to emotional detachment um we're just going to kind of talk about the whole roller coaster and i feel like it's going to be it's going to be good because i have a lot to say about both to be honest because i suffer heavily on both um sometimes it could be a good thing sometimes it's a terrible thing um <laughs> uh me and cadence are kind of going to be coughing i think sometime throughout this episode definitely <laughs> yeah so just ignore that the best you can um i have a cough coming <laughs> okay <laughs> um so i'm gonna start off with emotional attachment um for me I feel like I get this has been like a struggle of mine for the longest time I get very emotionally attached to people very easily and that's it's I find it a bad thing because I recently have learned that like everybody walks out eventually like it's just oh yeah yeah (laughs) everybody kind of walks out eventually and when you're emotionally so attached to somebody from the very beginning it makes them it makes the process so much harder in letting them go and I feel like I'm not saying don't get like emotionally attached to someone but like just be careful going into it you know what I mean um you never know. Maybe like you'll attach to the best person in this entire world, but like, don't go into it blind. That's how I'm gonna start off this episode. Cadence, do you want to take the mic, or do you want me to just? I would. Up? I would love to take the mic. Um. Okay. Well, I I also find myself attaching myself to people. <laughs> Sadly. Um. Oh. Oh. Yes. Me just muted, and she. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, I definitely attach myself to people that I'm around and I have a really bad habit of doing it to the point where like, if I'm hanging out with like other people and that like one person isn't there, I'm just like, I'll have fun, but just not as much fun as I would have if they were there. Cause you know, like you kind of like, well, I don't know if everyone else says this, but, like, I make, like, my whole world revolve around, like, this one person because, like, you know, and, like, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. But anyways, it's really bad because, like, those people, they they don't feel the same way sometimes, which is kind of sad, kind of sad. So it's it's a struggle. That, that's actually, oh, my God. <laughs> that's actually um a really a really good point I wasn't even thinking about it from that aspect but it's very true with me 
how I show, okay, I'm going to talk about how, we can talk about how we show our, like, attachment. For me, I guess, I don't know if, like, showing is, like, the same, what's, what's the love language, I think. Mm, For me, mm -hmm. I love touching people. I, I don't know why, but I just literally, like, I will literally hold on to, like, like, if I'm out with my mom, like, I'll hold on to the back of her shirt. Like, I need to be touching her in any way. And sometimes that bothers people. Like, my mom, sometimes it bothers her because she feels like I'm in her personal space a lot. My dad, he knows the drill. He puts out his hand for me. Like, he just gets it. And with, for example, if I'm not with somebody in person, um, I always have, like, I, I, I used to have really bad social anxiety. So when I would go, sh like, when I first got my license and I would go, like, shopping, I would never walk into a store without someone on FaceTime with me. And it would always be the same person every time. And now that I'm not like the only, so the reasoning behind like, because I'm on FaceTime is that if someone's on the FaceTime with me, I'm going to focus more on them rather than my surroundings. And it like makes me less anxious in a way. I don't know if that made any sense, but once I have like this one person, I always would call and FaceTime and like, this is the one person, just like Kaden said, like she walks, if she goes somewhere, the one person like she's looking for, for me, if that one person isn't free, like, my whole world just flips. Like, I don't even want to go into the store anymore. And yeah, that kind of like reliance on people in both scenarios, both Cadence's scenarios and my scenario, it's it's not good. And I know I've mentioned this in <clears throat> I know I've mentioned this in episodes before where it's like you shouldn't be relying on someone because if they walk away, like 70% of you also walks away with them. And I think we see that in so many scenarios. Um, and that can that can be a really bad thing for your mental health. Um, but then <clears throat> but you won't realize it's bad until they leave. You know what I mean? Um, but this is like this isn't even a problem just with teenagers. Like my mom is literally the same way. Like if her best friend isn't invited somewhere, she's not gonna go. Like this isn't this isn't <clears throat> this isn't something with um just like people our age, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, on the topic of like love languages, Go for I it. feel like I'm between two. I don't know. Like, okay. I'm, I'm very big into like, like, like touch. Like, yeah. Like I agree with what you said. Like literally today I was laying on my friend in lunch. Like, well, we don't go to like the lunchroom, but like we go to like our guidance counselor's office and she has like all these couches. So like, I was kind of just like, you know, chilling there, but like in between classes. Um, but, um, so definitely touch is a big one for me. And then also just like, like when people are nice to me, bro, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, like if they're nice to me, like you, you've won my heart. Like, yeah. So, but like, um, back to what you were saying about like, like your love language being touched and it like making people uncomfortable. I feel like, I don't know how I feel about that. Cause like, I don't like, I only do it to people who I'm like really, really, really close to. So like, I guess it doesn't really affect me, but yeah I don't I don't know where I'm going with this I never know what I'm gonna say <laughs> you know I don't know what I'm gonna say ever but it's just kind of we just kind of go with the flow here um no like with me 
I would like I would if I feel because when I touch someone like I am always at all time touching them like not like poking or anything like I'm holding them um I used to have this best friend where like constantly <clears throat> I'd like lay on them like if we're standing I'd be laying on them or like um uh I'd love pushing them or I'd love like just touching their shoulder touching their hands like just poking them basically And that was like my way of showing like I just so I'm just so loving of you. <laughs> and <laughs> the only reason I feel like that makes somebody uncomfortable is like they just get like annoyed with it. Like, for example, like my mom, she'll get annoyed if I constantly do it to her. You know, like that's why yeah. I'm uncomfortable. Not like, oh, makes me uncomfortable. I don't care. I want I want to do that. It's just like how the other person feels about it. No, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, well, my best friend, she <laughs> she does not like like hugs or anything. So it's like really it's so awkward because like what do I do? So like I don't know. Like it's always like really awkward because like I don't know how to like show like oh like you're my best friend, like, but I can't hug her because she's like, I hate hugs. And I'm like, oh, well, there goes that. What can you do? I don't even know. Okay, this is way off topic. I maybe know. I just realized. I'm like, what are we even talking about? Maybe we'll have like one episode about this. We should never talk about this right now. But <laughs> going back to um, attachment. Um, people say I, I've actually been called out for this. I've been told I have like serious attachment issues because when I... Okay, I don't know how to explain this. But... I am not the type of person that likes talking to someone all day, every single day. I don't like that at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know why. I just don't. I like, like, I don't. But the thing is, at the same time, like, um, I have this, like, I have maybe one person that, like, I would love to talk to and be around every second, every single day. And it's so weird because like I've I've gotten really close to people and I like talking to them all day, every single day, and I'm like attached to them. But this only lasts for like a month. Then I slowly start like, okay, I don't want to talk to you all day, every single day. Like, like, okay, we're past that stage now. We can mm -hmm. relax a little bit. And I don't know <laughs> if it's something on my end, but um <clears throat> that's just something with me like I'm still attached to the person it's just like there's not this need to constantly be talking to them anymore and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I think it's a serious problem because people tend to notice it and people think it's also weird that I don't like talking to someone all day um but like I had this one best friend and just we wouldn't even like like for example if the, this first <clears throat> this first month I'm talking about where like I want to talk to you all day every single day if I get left on like open I'll get so heartbroken but then like also like the third month then if we're not talking all day every single day but then you you leave me on open I'll be heartbroken but I can leave you on open like it's so weird I don't know how to explain it It's just like, I don't know. I don't know. 
that's just one thing I thought about when I when I think about getting attached to someone. It's just like that the intense attachment for me lasts like two months. And then I I don't know what switches. It's just like now I don't feel the need to put in like I don't I don't feel the need to do the same thing anymore. It's not that I don't feel it just it just happens without me realizing it. Um mm -hmm. but there is this one person that like for literally like the past three years of my life, like I could never get sick of talking to and I've known them my entire life, but we only got close like a couple years ago. And like I know everything about this person, but I've never gotten sick talking to them. Like this is that person. And the thing is, the thing is we don't even talk all day every single day. We talk like in increments throughout the day. And I think, I think that's better. You know, I think it, I, I, I like the idea of like, oh, at the end of the day, you guys just talk for a long time and then that's it. Because I feel like there's more to talk about at the end of the day. And then throughout the day, you're just kind of like, like, you don't know what to talk about. I don't know. You no, I know, where, I know, where, yeah, I know where you're coming from. I also have like, you know, that one person where like, like no matter what time of day, like it is like, I like, I want to talk to her because. Okay, so basically my Wi-Fi cut out and um, I had to make two different recordings. So this is why there's an awkward cut here. Just wanted to make that clear. Um, But yeah, back to the recording. Sorry, guys. Haha. <laughs> okay, yeah, so. I have <coughs> oh sorry um my friend veronica we're always talking to each other shout out to you veronica you're not gonna watch this but love you <laughs> um um so yeah we have like a few classes together and then we have ninth period free together so we always hang out after ninth because we have like sports so we have to stay after school um and then like at the end of the day like I was just on the phone with her I don't know if you heard that part but I was talking about how I was like literally just on the phone with her like 30 minutes ago um and we were kind of just like talking we we were talking about like random stuff like we just talk about whatever and then then I have those other friends where like I just don't have things to talk about like I just run out of things to talk about with them and like I don't know everything is Awkward. isn't that so weird like it's just one person that's like you just you just don't have anything like you, like it's just exactly like what do i talk about with other people <laughs> i don't i think that's maybe maybe it's literally just your attachment to that one person like for example if veronica were to work walk out right now how would you feel very 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 sad i wouldn't even have anyone to talk to about exactly. me being sad because exactly. she's the person I would talk to. Exactly. And that's so, like, weird to say because <clears throat> I've had so many scenarios. Like, the, literally, the, the one person I'm telling you about that, like, we literally never ran out of stuff to talk to. And I, and I love talking to them. We're not friends anymore. And it's like when, Aww. yeah, when we stopped being friends, like, literally, I felt like 90% of myself just, like, walked out. And it's That's so it's sad. so weird saying because like <clears throat> I've known them since we were children. I'm gonna cough again, and then <clears throat> it's it's just weird seeing every single day, and you're just not friends anymore, you know. And that's when attachment like becomes an issue to me because I've grown so so attached to this one person just for them to like just for us to like 
not be friends anymore. And like this whole process of trying to like get used to not being friends with them is so difficult, um, which can be a good transition to emotional detachment, um, which is a problem for me because I feel like once I care about someone and once I'm fully attached to someone and then that like bond is broken and like we have to go our separate ways, I find it so difficult to do so. And I find myself going back to these people because I still have hope or I still have like this one string. If I have like at least like one fourth of a string of attachment to this one person still, I'm going to keep going back to them in hopes that like something will work out or like there will like still rekindle be it what like rekindle like the connection yeah like like just just literally yeah. anything some sort of connection sort of communication anything would be so good for me and that's why like detaching from people is so hard for me like when I like when I want to move on from someone or if I want to like just move on with my life it's so hard and, like, I have to literally convince myself, like, I have to keep reminding myself of the bads in the person, like, all the time, just so I don't go back. Because I'm the type of person that, like, I usually always see the good in someone. Like, even if it's, like, 1%, I'm always going to look at the good. Um, That's just the type of person I am. That is such a bad thing sometimes. And, yeah, just put out there. That's not a good thing sometimes. Um. So that's why detachment is really hard for me. Um, like the one friend, like my one best friend that I'm telling you about or I was telling you about and how we're not friends anymore. Like I still mm -hmm. see them every single day at school. And even though they want nothing to do with me, I'll still like walk past them. I'm like, hi, how are you? Like this, oh. that. I'll, <laughs> touch, I'll, I'll like touch them. Like it's so and the thing is they know my thing with touch so I don't I like I don't I don't think they mind it but there's kind of like like we're not friends anymore but it's like Was I did like end on bad terms no it didn't end on bad terms or anything we like we ended oh. up I think we I think we ended up well but it's like it's so weird like it what it's it's not one of those friendships like you end on mutual like it's more of a they wanted to end it and I didn't want to end it but they said if like I would let them go if I wanted them to be happy so I was like see now you put me in a position <laughs> where like <clears throat> we know what I'm gonna do because I care anyways we I, I see them every single day they don't put an effort to talk to me but like I put in it's not effort it's like I just have to at least speak one word to you every single day or like touch you or push your shoulder or um like skim like like slide past you like it's so bad and I cannot ever see myself like getting over this one friendship or relationship with this one person because like this is the one person that was different you know what I mean that's my take on emotional yeah. detachment like one portion of it you go okay so my friends they <laughs> don't look like that um okay my friends, um, they they say that I'm like, this is like calling myself out, but they they say that I'm like really codependent on like other people, and like honestly, like they're not wrong. So um, but like, I don't know. It's really hard for me to like let people go. Like 
I still text my friends have who I haven't spoken to in like two years, like every once in a while, because I'm like, oh, I wonder how they're doing. And like everyone's like, oh, how do you still talk to that person? That was so long ago. And I'm like, I don't know. Like I, I'm still like emotionally, I'm still there. Like in my mind, we're still like good friends, but like in reality. I haven't talked to that person in months. And the last time I spoke to them, I was just like, oh my God, hey, how are you? It's been so long. And then like, that was the whole conversation. So I, it's really hard for me. I don't really end friendships. Like I don't have a friendship that's actually like over, but like they fade away. Like I haven't actually like fought with somebody and then like, it's like over or like anything like that. It kind of just like goes over time. And I honestly don't realize it when it's happening. And then at the end, I'm like, oh, well, you know, that happens. And I never really like know where to go from there. Because, you know, you like lose something and then you're like, now what? So, yeah, yeah, that's also really bad with me. Like when I when I. What helps me with my detachment sometimes is like I find it somewhere else. And I think it's a really bad trait of mine where it's like I keep looking for things in the same places. Um, and it's like each time I get the same response. So it's like I have to teach myself like to stop looking in the same places or it's maybe just to stop looking for that in general, to be honest. Um, uh, so that's one. And then I also want to touch on like the sense of emotional detachment Um that I feel sometimes where it's like me fading away. I think this is common with a lot of girls because I've heard it before. And I just always used to think I was crazy. But it's like you'll be um really cool with someone, really close with someone, whatever. And then things will just start to pile up and I will find myself slowly like losing interest in the person but I'm not letting them know it's just like my mind is doing it on its own over time and then there comes to a point where it's like they'll notice like uh for example I'll go from being like this very talkative very bubbly person and then I just start being so dry so weird so distant like that's how it physically may show but I'm not trying to show it just kind of shows because I'm already like emotionally detaching from you um but I feel like that's like emotionally doing it first makes it easier for me to do it like physically like for me to say like okay like I have not been feeling this and I feel like on my end it makes sense but on the other person's end like they're just seeing you telling them like they don't see the whole process you went through they just kind of sit there and they see like oh you you're kind of like you kind of just stopped overnight but it's like with me it's kind of been this thing where I've been feeling this way and it makes me feel guilty but it's because they're like well you never told me it's like yeah I, I just didn't I didn't feel like telling you like I feel like that makes me such a bad person but it's just how I am sometimes um and that's happened with so many people in my life I don't know if it's toxic because the reactions I've seen like really upset me because it's like what could I have done better but at the same time like I don't want to put in the effort to fix it like 
I'm not going to. I think that makes you sound like such a terrible person, but like I don't know how else to word it. I mean, I kind of like I go at it from a different standpoint. Um, when I like stop becoming friends with people, it's not like I'm the only one fading away. Like, let me get an example. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's usually when I'm like switching schools, like you know, like when I went from elementary school to middle school or middle school to high school or like like last year to this year, like it's just a gradual thing. Like some people, I don't have classes with them. I don't see them. And we just like kind of stop talking slowly. Like it happened with me and this one girl this year. Um, Like we just kind of lost touch because they're not in my life every day. So like, and I realized that it's not, like there's there besides like school that's like keeping us together if that makes sense mm-hmm. I don't know so like it's kind of like a I well in my opinion it's mutual I don't know how they feel about it but like I I, <laughs> I feel like um like we just kind of just like stop talking and like it's like sad and like I regret it because like you know obviously I want to stay friends with my friends but then I realized, like, what did I really gain from that? Like, I have other friends who, like, are better and more interesting for me to talk to. And I just have more of a connection with. So. I don't know. Sometimes it's like, I really don't know how to explain this. Because this, I don't know how to, this, this is, this will be such a good, like, episode I don't know how to speak how I feel I know how to like show and write how I feel I don't know how to like verbally say anything but um it's it's weird like detaching from someone when you like you're not I I explained this to one of my friends one of my best friends I was explaining it to them I was like I think the reason why I will emotionally detach without realizing is because I don't communicate how I feel. And if someone does something, I'm not, and it upsets me, I'm not going to say it upsets me. Like sometimes I fear that if I say it upsets me, like they're going to get upset at me for feeling that way because I've had so many scenarios of that. So I don't do, I don't like mention it anymore. So stuff they do that upsets me kind of just piles and once you don't communicate how you feel I feel like you like like I said it's like I I know why I don't do it but I also see like if I don't communicate um that's gonna make them like what's it called like in my head it's gonna like they're not gonna have the ability to like speak for themselves like stand up for themselves mm-hmm. so it's yeah. gonna make them it's one side on my end so I just see like oh they're making me upset and that piles and that leads to like me just slowly distancing I feel like it's the best way I can describe it um I know exactly what you mean like like you're non-confrontational you don't really want to talk to people about like what happens so like it builds up over time that happens to me too Except, like, like if, if I'm mad at you, <laughs> you'll, like, you'll never know. Because, like, I just, like, think about it. And then, like, I'm, like, oh, I'm, I guess I'm not mad anymore. But, like, eventually, 
everything will come together and be like, oh, well, turns out I was like always really mad at this person. And they kind of like made my life like terrible. So I guess we're not friends anymore. Um, so um, I really like I avoid conflicts because like like what you said, like they're going to be mad at me for how I feel. And I mean, I think that's kind of like invalidating your own feelings, though, because you feel like they're hurting you, but you don't want to tell them because you think it's going to hurt them when really you're just not taking into account how important like your own like opinions are and like how your emotional like state is like. Yeah, you care about them more. Exactly. And like, that's a problem for like a lot of people I know, too. because like they just care about what other people think so much that they don't take enough time to like think about how they feel and how like things working out with them about everyone around them and like if they're doing any if like that person specifically is doing something wrong what can they do to fix it yeah but it's just sometimes sometimes that's just like it it's it's not fair to them as well like it's not fair to yourself but it's not fair to them because I've noticed this that like they don't as much as I battle things in my own head ew that sounds so like weird okay anyways as as much as I like (laughs) what yeah as long as I as much as I like fight with myself yeah yeah like saying like letting this stuff pile and not saying how I feel yeah it's not fair on their part because they don't know that's happening they just kind of see the end result you know they don't know why but at the same time like I don't want to tell you why like you should know why um exactly that's exactly how I feel I feel like it's so weird sometimes like if if you see me react different in a scenario like why won't you notice you did something wrong or like I felt a way like or why didn't why won't you ask like it makes me feel weird that when I start distancing myself or like if I am mostly detached nobody really notices like they notice but they don't ask <laughs> that's the problem they'll notice that they don't ask and that makes me feel like they don't care enough to ask and that makes the whole situation even worse it's like a bunch of different things at once um and that's why detachment for me emotional detachment is such a good topic to talk about because there are some instances it's so hard for me to do when it's being done to me but then it's so easy for me to do sometimes with other people that like I know aren't good for me but if I have someone Mm -hmm. that I surround myself with that I know is good and they're like gone it's so difficult for me from to to detach from them because I don't want to lose them and that'll be like your typical best friend or whatever but then you'll have like people you can simply most attach with that's going to be like toxic people you don't want to surround yourself with um yeah and I think that goes back to attachment too because it's like the difference in attachment makes it easier if you're so highly attached to someone you're not going to detach overnight like if you if you can detach from someone overnight you cannot convince me you care about them enough like that's not easy to do and if you do that and you actually do care about them I applaud you I wish I could do that but I can't yeah I definitely agree like I honestly I always think like oh am I doing something wrong like I'm losing the people like really really close to that like I find myself like over apologizing for everything and my friends there oh there's a car I don't know if you can hear that it was very loud 
um but I find myself over like apologizing and my friends are like what why are you apologizing like this is not even like a situation where you are like in the wrong I literally apologized to my friend yesterday because she didn't get Taylor Swift tickets how is that my fault I don't know but I just like it just happened yeah so I feel like I'm it really I need to like I have to put myself first but you know it's really hard you say what you have to do but you don't actually take the action and do it yeah it's it's so, like it's yeah. one of those easier said than done things exactly exactly but yeah we are and like I always think yeah I don't know I feel like I'm always I don't know how to explain it like I'm always nervous that I'm in the wrong for something so yeah I always, like I'm my brother told me this. He like something called me. And my brother. We always find the way to take to like to blame ourselves for certain things. And that's such a toxic trait to have. Like, and it's like, it's like it kind of like, it kind of makes it like you're victimizing yourself when you're like talking to other people. But like, that's not my intention. It's it, it could be tough sometimes, but it's also not good for you to like sit there and point your fingers at other people and like never yeah. think about pointing it at yourself. You know. But it's not good to always blame yourself in every single situation because sometimes it's literally not your fault. Don't make it your fault. Just like Cadence, it's not her fault. Her friend didn't get Taylor Swift tickets and Cadence did. Like it's I did, guys. I got the tickets. Like it's not her fault. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. Anyways. Yes. So yeah. That's that's why I wanted to say. Do you have any final remarks? Um, I had a lot of fun talking on this podcast today. Like it was like this was like one of like one of the good ones, but like I really like the topic because I feel like it's such an important issue that we have to just think about like how, how like we act around other people really like it demonstrates us so like it's that's a, that did not make any sense I just no, like it did, it did, it did. are you sure okay well yeah. that's those are my final thoughts <laughs> I really hope that this if you guys didn't know Oh, you guys probably don't know because I have such amazing editing skills. There was like a whole minute of this podcast where like I cut out and I don't know if the audio from the beginning is also saved. So I will be very sad if it didn't. Um, Praying that it is. Pray with me. Um, But (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening to our talk about our journey through um, emotionally attached to someone to emotionally detaching from them um just like Kaden says we had a lot of fun this is one of our good ones this is also something I feel like a lot of people might have an issue with but they don't want to speak on it because they think just like I was saying earlier I don't want to sound like a bad person but this is how I feel and this is what I do I feel like a lot of people will appreciate um having someone that might feel the same way um I know I would that's why I love doing this podcast um I love speaking about things that nobody spoke to me about because I want people to relate in ways I couldn't relate you know what I mean um Mm -hmm. so this was a good one thank you Cadence for joining even though we were both coughing this entire thing but I just muted to cough like just right now (laughs) it's it's okay um but yeah thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys next week bye